Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. What's he doing there, Jeffrey? Waxing the old shillelagh? Eh, I thought CNN was good at cover-ups. Maybe not so much, huh? <laughs> oh, that was... <laughs> Listen, f- listen, we're going to there. We have a lot. Hello. Good morning. We have a lot to get to today, but I do. We should start the show with a little public service announcement because 2020 is a very bizarre year. A lot of changes. We've had to change a lot of us the way we work, you know, the way we have meetings, that kind of thing. A lot of communication has changed. And, uh, and you know, every now and then some people kind of, you know, it, it's like the new normal is not normal and people kind of forget where they were. So just if you're still one of those people that has to phone it in or work from home or telecommute or whatever it is, whatever it is, you know, we should all just a couple of friendly reminders when you're Zooming with your bosses, and your coworkers, things like that. For, there's some things, you know. And, you know, and you should feel free on Zoom to have an open and honest discussion and to, to work the way you usually would. But there's some things you just don't want to do on Zoom. And it's always good. It's always good to remind everybody about this. Number one, for example, probably if you're on a Zoom call, you don't want to eat. You know, you don't want to be like slurping anything, eating soup or noodles or anything that would be distracting. Right. Um, you don't want to be you don't want to have your kids running and you want to kind of keep it professional. You know, that kind of thing. You want to make sure that you want to make sure that, you know, your background isn't offensive. You want to make sure you look at the camera because people that's what they always tell me when I'm a Zoom call, because I'll be looking away from the camera. or I'll be on my phone and people don't think I'm paying attention, which I'm not usually nine times <laughs> out of ten. Uh, but there's definitely some things you shouldn't do when you're on Zoom. Uh, you know, one of them is <laughs> something that I guess I and it's 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 a, it's a little upsetting that this is something that we have to remind people of. But if you're ever on Zoom, you know, and you feel like you need to just, you know, you need to, like, give yourself a hand mm-hmm. or, you know, um, I don't I don't know what's the other like, you know, what's what's another way to say if you want to, you know, um, you fight the one eyed boxer. What's <laughs> is that a term? If you feel if you feel the need to, you know, take a take a self-guided tour uh, of, you know, anything, any of these things. Well, like the guy said, polishing the shillelagh, is that what he said? Not something you want to do on a Zoom call, especially if you leave your camera on. Even, I'll be honest with you, even if you think your camera's off, probably not the like, best don't time. don't risk it. What? Right. You know, don't be double-clicking the mouse while everybody's watching you. you know, it's not a time to reboot the hard drive yeah. when you're on a Zoom call. These are all, these are all things. And, and it, look, and it, this is just real world. This is what's happening in the world today. Jeffrey Tubin who is a noted CNN legal analyst. He's the chief, was, pardon me, the chief legal <laughs> analyst for CNN leading into an election, which you know is going to be riddled with just legal analyses and all, you know, all that kind of stuff. I mean, he apparently, uh, during a Zoom call uh, with people from the New Yorker, which is where he works, he's like, I guess he's a writer for the New Yorker's his primary gig. Um, they were doing some kind of debate prep, which makes sense because he's a master debate prepper. Oh, so, he's taking so, matters into his own hands. Yeah, hey, 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 look at that. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Hannah. We're, we're so glad. <laughs> There's so many. I mean, we could just we could just go on. Yeah, we could go on. Uh, you don't have a menage a moi. 
while you're. I'm so done with <laughs> I just want to know what was going through his head. Did he think his like camera was? No. <laughs> That's not what I, was I think. I think we all know. I think no, we all know. I just mean, did he think his camera was off or it was muted or He's, like? He apologized. Apparently, what happened was he thought his camera was off. He thought he was out of the view or something, yeah. right? Like you can't was. wait. <laughs> Goodness. It's like I know. Just you know, Jeffrey Tubin, keep your tube in your pants. That's what oh. you know. Whatever. I mean, and look, we're not. I'm not. We're not here to judge. We're just here to tell you: don't Ugh. make the same mistakes that the CNN chief legal analyst made, which is to, uh, you know, to to <laughs> to audition the finger puppets while you're on a Zoom call <laughs> with with your boss. Oh. Uh, that's it. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's, we're going to move on because you know he's he's married, sixty years old too. Just yeah. nice to know that you still have the the desire at that age, right? Yeah. Like that's what they always say. I, we hear the commercials all the time about uh, you know dysfunction and this and that. The little and, blue pill. Oh yeah, you know what's his name? He is on meds too, whatever. And uh, <laughs> and you know we hear him. And I, that's all I'm thinking to myself. I'm like, golly, as soon as I get old, what's? But Jeffrey Tubin, 60, 60, and still having the urges. So that's you know that, that's good news for the rest of us men out there. Uh, Eight five five. Seven six five. Somebody wrote preparing the monologue. <laughs> uh, sorry, Jeffrey, are you getting ready for work? Yeah, just uh, in here preparing my monologue. Anyway, eight five five seven six five one zero four five. So, uh, also in addition to that, now speaking of uh, speaking of prepping and debating and that kind of thing, there is a big debate on Thursday. It's the last presidential debate, and wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you know it, just before the debate was scheduled to go on, the debate commission has come out with even more rules and regulations to thwart the Donald Trump campaign and in a way aid and, uh, and assist the Joe Biden campaign. And one of the big things that they've now decided they're going to do, which they, they toyed with in the past, uh, not the way Jeffrey Tubin was toying with things, but they've toyed with in the past. They wanted to cut off the microphones of whoever wasn't speaking at the time. And now it appears that that's what's going to happen. It appears that Donald Trump and Joe Biden will have their microphones cut off during the final presidential debate when they're not speaking, when they're not doing their two minute drills or whatever it is, when they're not giving their two minute answers, their microphones will be muted. Now, when there's open debate time where they go back and forth, back and forth, that is supposed to be uh, that that would they will both have mics. They will both be heard. Supposedly, no one's mic will be turned down or turned off or whatever. However, I am waiting. I am waiting for a moment when when Donald Trump's mic accidentally gets turned off or somebody mutes him because they feel like it's a different segment. There's going to be some kind of as soon as you give the producers the power to mute one candidate or the other. That's what's going to happen. Uh, that's what's going to happen. But the, the Trump campaign not happy about this at all. Oh, another thing that they're very upset with is that the the outlook or the um, I guess the uh, the whole debate uh, topic has been changed. It was supposed to be the third debate was supposed to be all about foreign policy. It was supposed to be all about foreign policy because we covered covid-19 and the covid response in the first one. We covered race relations and uh, and police brutality in the first debate. We covered what the environment. Oh, my God. We they covered they jammed like nine topics into that first uh, into that first debate and they argued back and forth about it. and we talked about fracking remember that was a, that was a huge deal well this debate was supposed to be about foreign policy but what's happened in the last week let's think as we spoke with our good friend mayor giuliani about yesterday we've seen that in the last week there has been a a a bevy of of emails that have been released uh by the new york post and others from a laptop owned by hunter biden 
that implicates his father, Joe Biden, in some sort of corruption and and money schemes with China and potentially the Ukraine and other places. There's more and more information coming out. The Biden campaign has not said that these are these emails have been have been falsified, has not debated the accuracy of these statements. Hunter Biden is nowhere to be seen. In fact, Joe Biden went into hiding yesterday for four days for, quote unquote, debate prep. And and we don't know exactly uh, what his answers are to the questions, because, of course, in true Joe Biden fashion, he doesn't answer the questions. But this is I mean, if you're going to have a debate about foreign policy, this is I mean, this is a a slam dunk for the Trump campaign. This is a home run. You get out there and say, hey, how can you have a an America first foreign policy when you're in the pocket of the Chinese? Or are these emails that we saw from your son where the big guy, which is supposedly you, got 10 million dollars from China for basically doing nothing at all? How can we make sure that you're going to have American interests at heart? When and if you are president of the United States, clearly you are a puppet of the communist Chinese. Clearly you are selling influence as the vice president to all of these 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 dictators all over the all over the world. How is it that you've used the vice presidency as a platform to profit for your friends and family? How do we know you're not going to do the same thing with the presidency? And is that the way you're running? That foreign policy debate has been scrapped. It's no longer not only is it no longer the main focus of the debate, it's not even a topic. This debate commission, I don't even understand how they call themselves unilateral or bipartisan or whatever whatever phrase of the day. Every single focus is on getting Joe Biden elected from the media, from uh, from the, the debate commission, even the Supreme Court with what's his name? Our, our chief justice, John Roberts, thwarting, uh, you know, these these Pennsylvania uh, voting deadlines. I mean, it's it's over and over again. Every single major faction of the country is working together against Donald Trump to the point now where they don't even care. Facebook, Twitter, blocking the blocking the entire story of the Hunter Biden laptop, uh, you know, email release, blocking everything from the the New York Post link couldn't even be shared on Twitter for three days until they had to reverse course. Facebook saying we're not going to let this story spread until it's independently fact checked, even though there was no reason for them not to believe it was factual. It came from the New York Post. Very reputable paper, one of the one of the highest publication and, and distribution papers in the entire country, let alone the world. All of these factions, all of these major organizations are working together to thwart Donald Trump's reelection campaign. And this debate commission is right in bed with the rest of them. This debate commission, as Bob Dole said, is it's a bunch of never Trumpers. And they are doing whatever they can to make the debate favor Joe Biden. And in there, they said, and this is the, the funniest thing, their statement, they said, we realize after discussions with both campaigns that neither campaign may be totally satisfied with the measures announced today. One may think they go too far and one may think they do not go far enough. We are comfortable that these actions spr- strike the right balance and that they are in the interest of the American people for whom these debates are held. There is nothing about removing foreign policy discussions from the debate and turning on and off microphones that benefits Donald Trump. There is nothing that doesn't just I mean, it is so poignantly pointed toward Joe Biden and his deficiencies. They're looking at Joe Biden and saying, hmm, how do we make sure Joe Biden can be heard? All right, well, we'll turn off Trump's microphone. Hmm. How can we say Joe Biden doesn't get embroiled in some kind of scandalous uh, back and forth with Donald Trump? Let's cut out all of the foreign policy talk. That'll do. We'll, we'll keep it on COVID. That's something he can really hammer Donald Trump about over and over and over again. It's ridiculous how blatant it is.
I mean, it's really like no one's even hidden it. It used to be that when you were biased as a as a media agency, a TV station, an, an independent debate commission, whatever it is, it used to be that you would try to hide your bias. People don't do that anymore. They are just out and out by it. Twitter tweeting out there, we're going to block this story that is bad for Biden and good for Trump. Facebook coming out and saying, we are going to limit the distribution of this story that is bad for Biden and good for Trump. And the debate commission saying, we're going to change all of our rules so that they're good for Biden and bad for Trump. Nobody is even trying to hide their agenda any longer. It's crazy. Uh, but I think it makes it easier for the voters to decide. Because, look, I mean, when everybody is lined up against one person, they've got to be doing something right. 855-765-1045. Quick break, folks. Quick break. We'll be right back. We're already, we've already gone too long. Uh, but so we're going to, uh, we're going to take a couple phone calls here in just a minute. We have some open mic messages too about the debate commission, about everything else happening. Uh, and we've also got some mail time today, which is very exciting. Thank you guys for sending in your stuff. We love to open it on the air. We'll do that here in just a sec. Stay tuned. It's the Mark K show on 104.5 WOKV. If you're on the go and can't listen live on the radio, stream the Mark K show in the WOKV app for your Apple or Android device. This is the Mark K show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's news and talk. Now, the three big things you need to know. Weather may have played a role in a triple deadly head-on crash last night on Heckshire Drive. A 16-year-old girl and two men lost their lives. With 43 positive COVID-19 cases being reported at Fletcher High School, the campus will stay closed through October the 28th. The race for the White House in Florida is narrowing. UNF's pool of likely voters show Joe Biden holding a one-point lead over President Trump. I'm Jeremy Ratliff. Get WOKV severe weather alerts on your Apple or Android device. Download the WOKV app. Choose the weather alerts you want, and you'll be the first to know when severe weather is in the area. This is 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's news and talk. You deserve clean, great-tasting water at home. But if your water has that not-so-great metallic taste, it's time to make a change. Trust Morton Clean and Protect Plus Rust Defense Water Softener Salt in the Green Bag. It gives you all the soft water benefits you expect and also helps to improve water taste. Get better tasting water from America's number one brand of water softener salt. Pick up Morton Green Bags today at your local Lowe's, Publix, or Walmart store. Attention all Camry buyers. If you have been wanting a new Camry, then I've got great news for you because today's the day to get your Camry and save big at Arlington Toyota. It's Rich Jones. It's the Today's the Day sales event happening at Arlington. They have made a special purchase of 2020 Camrys. That means they have 132 of the new 2020 Camrys in stock ready to sell at 10939 Atlantic Boulevard. With a deal like this, you've got to get yours now before they're all gone. Make today the day you save Big at Arlington Toyota. Buy a new 2020 Camry at 0% for 60 months, plus no payments for 90 days. And with every new vehicle purchase from Arlington, you get a lifetime warranty with unlimited time and miles. Plus, you can buy with total peace of mind because Arlington Toyota has a 30-day exchange policy, 30 days to love it or exchange it. Want a new Camry? Make today the day you get 0% for 60 months, plus no payments for 90 days. And visit ArlingtonToyota.com slash today the day for full detail. 
Gentlemen, discover the new medical treatment that Viagra doesn't want you to know about. I'm Bradley I with Synagenics Elite Health, and we offer Gainswave. It's a simple 20-minute in-office procedure. Gainswave is non-invasive, and it restores the poor blood flow that causes ED. Stop popping pills and scheduling intimacy. Call 904-500-5500. Consultations are free. Mention this radio station for $150 off your first treatment. Call Synagenics Elite Health at 904 904- 500-5500 to learn about the Gainswave ED treatment today. At Diamonds Direct, nobody tells our story better than our own associates. I hear from customers that come in how shocked they are. They're able to, only with Diamonds Direct, afford a diamond that they never in their wildest dreams thought they'd be able to get. People are just thrilled with what we offer. We have exponentially more to choose from. The resources that we have, all the way from our wholesale roots, really untouchable. When you come here to Diamonds Direct, you know it's something special. You know it's something that is one of a kind, and you got that at such a phenomenal value. To be a jeweler and have this kind of firepower, we have all these mountings, all this selection, all these diamonds, and incredible prices. It's just unmatched. And I think our customers appreciate that we are so open and honest about every part of this process. What they're surprised by is the extent that we go to to provide an unparalleled, luxurious shopping experience. This company has a 60-year heritage in diamond cutting, diamond mining, diamond wholesaling. So there's no possible way to get any closer to the source than with Diamonds Direct. We won't be undersold. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Store hours and directions at DiamondsDirect.com. Hello, I'm Joe Cordell of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. Here are a few quick divorce tips that we provide our clients. Number one, don't move out of your house just because your wife tells you to. Remember, that's your house too. And number two, don't blow through the financial statements that you file with the court. These are key exhibits and they often make or break your case. And number three, watch the social networking. Expect your wife's lawyer to do a thorough online search. And incidentally, this is a two-way street. Now, bonus tip. Partner with your attorney in assembling evidence. You're one of the two leading experts on your life and marriage. Your attorney needs your input to achieve your goals. And finally, talk to your attorney before taking action. Good luck. By the way, unless you're in Missouri or Illinois, I'm not licensed in your state, but that's okay. Our attorneys in your state are. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Jacksonville area attorneys. Online at CordellCordell.com. Cordell & Cordell, Jacksonville, Florida. Lisa Karchus, Florida resident partner. Announcer is not a licensed attorney. Now, weather and traffic from 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. From the Action News Jacks, First Alert Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Garrett Biedenbaugh, tracking some showers as we head through the afternoon. I'll time out if we see more this week in the WOKV. First Alert forecast in less than 10 minutes. West side drivers out in Baldwin on I-10 westbound. You have a crash that's on the ramp to US-31. It has the off-ramp left lane blocked as well as the right lane blocked on I-10. has you backed up for about three miles right now. It's adding about 20 minutes to your drive through the area there. You take US-90 as an alternate. With State Touch Security, First Alert Traffic, I'm Brian Riley. What will the next 100 days look like? State mask guidelines. Beirut cleanup effort. Concerns about booze. Executive action on coronavirus relief. The final results of the election. Who knows? It's 2020. Nothing is off limits. Whatever happens next, happens here. 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. Big brain question. What if the Democrats are pushing everybody to get out to vote to win all this 
Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, China stuff breaks, they can't change their vote. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why uh, I think, you know, a lot of people wait for. Although, you know, here's the thing. Listen, it's interesting because people always say the Democrats own early voting. If it's early voting, it's all the Democrats. The Democrats have this staunch. In Duval County yesterday, there were something like 28,000 votes cast and 53 percent were Democrats. Uh, but in St. John's County, and I want to say it was Clay County, there were the uh, Republicans were outpacing the Democrats in early voting, which is something you don't typically ever see. So it may not just be that, you know, when you see these lines up of, of people voting everywhere, Florida lines everywhere, people just trying to get out the vote. This favors Biden. It may not be that. It may be that everybody's just so stoked and excited and enthusiastic about this uh, this election that they want to get out there and they want to vote um they want to vote as quickly as possible. Uh, so maybe, you know, and, and even at the uh, Trump rally yesterday when he was in Arizona, he said, everyone go out and vote today. You know, if early voting has started, go out and vote today. I got mailers from both campaigns at my house, which makes me wonder how I got the Biden mailers, because I wrote them specifically and said, please stop sending me this stuff. Uh, but I got I got mailers from both campaigns saying early voting is now going on in Florida. Please vote early. So it, it seems to me that both campaigns, even though there's another debate to go through, even though all this Hunter Biden stuff is coming out, it seems to me that both campaigns are pushing for early voting. 855-765-1045. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Jay in Jacksonville. How you doing, Jay? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. Hey, Mark. Love listening to you, man. Uh, no one cares about Hunter Biden. And let me tell you why. Uh the Trump kids are doing it. Trump's doing it himself. And you know what? I don't care. Make your money. Trump kids, if you're listening, make your money. We don't care. No one cares. That's not going to sway this election. Donald Trump got off a message. He's just attacking Biden. He's not talking about infrastructure anymore. He's not talking about the economy anymore. It's all about Hunter Biden. No one cares. That's not going to flip this election. All right, Jay. Hey, thanks so much for your call. You're so wrong about so many things. Probably everything you said in that call was false. Maybe your name's Jay, though. I don't know. That may be. We have to double check that, although it's probably short for something else. Uh, Donald Trump was in a rally yesterday talking about infrastructure, talking about the economy, talking about all those things. And you're right. Nobody cares about Hunter Biden. But what they do care about is Joe Biden, who used his position as vice president of the United States to get money from communist dictators and regimes that we are basically in all at all kinds of war with. Donald Trump never did that. The Trump kids never did that. You know, they, they started a business, which is where they make their money. But when you when you go out and when you seek out foreign entities, governments and and uh, prosecutors and dictators and presidents and you get them to pay you money funneled through your children that hold a piece of it over for you for no other reason than you are the vice president of the United States and they can curry favor with you. That is, number one, illegal, number two, immoral and number three, dangerous for everyone in the United States of America. And it's also something that the Trumps have never done. But the Democrats, they pretty much that's pretty much, you know, that's pretty much the, their daily. Uh, that's their daily regimen. Uh, Clinton's Obama's everybody. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. But a nice try, Jay. Good to hear from you. We'll talk to you soon. Everyone else. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to get to your calls here in just a minute. We got a bunch of open mic messages. Something happened at the football game over the weekend, too, which is interesting as well. We'll play that clip. It's the Marque Show on one oh four point five WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. It's crazy obvious how deep and how wide the swamp is now. 
with all the cover-ups going on to all the corruption. It's disgusting and something needs to be done about it. I don't even see, here's the thing. There's not even cover-ups anymore. That's how you know it's really dangerous. That's how you know that it, it's really getting bad in this country. The, the deep state and these people that are working to thwart the president of the United States and overthrow the people's decisions and, and get Donald Trump out of office and take over every single you know medium that we have, these people, they're not even hiding it anymore. This, this debate commission, they're not even pretending to be bipartisan anymore, which is how it used to be. You know, it used to be that, that Congress and, and the Senate, when they would disagree, they would pretend. They would pretend that they were working in the best interests of the people, but they're not anymore. I mean, the fact that this whole impeachment scam where Adam Schiff pushed through this impeachment and didn't call any didn't call any uh, witnesses and then tried to get the Senate to do it. And the Senate was like, well, it's not our job. And then everyone was accusing them, blah, blah, blah. It, they don't even pretend to be uh, working for the American people anymore. The media, forget about it. CNN, forget about it. The fact that they turned on Ice Cube, you know, Twitter, Facebook, pushing back this New York Post article, which, by the way, I read this article, I read this um, this um, survey from, I think it was someone at MIT, said because Twitter suppressed the Biden email scandal article, it got something like triple the reach that it would have gotten had they not suppressed it. It actually made it a much bigger story. It made it a huge a uh, huge deal when it could have actually, if they'd left it alone, it wouldn't have gotten near the reach that it got, ironically. So it kind of bit them in the butt. 855-765-1045 is our number. And, I mean, it, it, even even the way that the Democrats line up their their you know their their leadership or their their line of succession this whole thing with joe biden going into hiding joe biden not being able to speak joe biden's mental acuity being diminished all this stuff you know everyone's saying kamala harris is going to be president within a year kamala harris is going to be the one making the decisions it's this is such a this is such a well-known thing that people they don't even call it the biden harris ticket anymore listen to this this is a clip from the uh sunday night football game joe buck and Troy Aikman, formerly of the Dallas Cowboys, they were calling the game. I forget which game it was, but they were caught on a hot mic. They didn't know this was being recorded. They didn't know it was being broadcast, whatever. They're talking about the flyover. Because even though half the stadiums are empty or they're only at 25% capacity, they still do the flyovers, the military flyovers of Jets. And here's Troy Aikman and and uh, and Joe Buck talking about the flyover. Listen to this. It's a lot of jet fuel just to do a little flyover. That's your hard-earned money and your tax dollars at work. That stuff ain't happening with Kamala Biden ticket. I'll tell you that right now, partner. Did you hear what he said? He said, first of all, they're making fun of the flyovers and what a waste of money they are. And then, second of all, he said, that's not happening with the Kamala Biden ticket, partner. It's not the Kamala Biden ticket. It's the Biden-Harris ticket. But everybody in the Democratic Party, everybody who's voting for them knows Joe Biden is the placeholder. Joe Biden is the puppet. Joe Biden is the name at the top of the ticket because he's the one that, that has the, the recognition. Joe Biden's the one that they think can get all the votes. But Kamala Harris is the one that's really going to be in charge. And even Troy Aikman knows it. That stuff ain't happening with Kamala Biden ticket. I'll tell you that right now, partner. Kamala Biden ticket. Most people, maybe they're going in there. Maybe Troy Aikman's going in there and he's voting for Kamala Harris. Who knows? 855-765-1045. Steph in Palm Coast. How you doing, Steph? Thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. Hey, love your show. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Steph. Um, sure. Shucky ducky. Um, just wanted to, I saw a, a video of Biden giving a speech at a, you know, quote unquote rally in front of his crowd. Yeah. 
about a week or so ago. The whole speech, they only showed him. Now, they didn't show any of the audience, but what they did do, they played a very obvious, it was very obvious that it was a recording of, like, people honking their horns and cheering. Yeah. Um, they did the same thing, they did the same thing yesterday with Camilla's. They only showed her the whole time. Well, because they create the same recording. Yeah, no, there's nobody. I mean, there's nobody else at those rallies except for the press, and they're not supposed to cheer and yell. Um, you know, it's a lot like what they do with the football games. Since there's nobody at the football games, they pump in this fake crowd noise. And when you're watching the football game on TV, it sounds like you know if there's a touchdown, they play screaming and yelling. And that was the funny. That was the thing about the Eagles. They were so bad that Carson Wentz was getting booed by fake people that weren't even at the by fake Eagles fans that weren't even there. That's how bad he's been playing. But it's the same thing happens at the Biden rally, for sure. They're going to pump in fake sounds. They're going to make it seem like it's more popular than it actually is. There's another video floating around of Joe Biden with this, I mean, the massive teleprompter. It's it, when think about it, when you're standing on like a trailer bed and there's a bunch of cars out there, you can't you need to have a big teleprompter. And it's the size of a movie. It looks like people are at a drive in movie and they're watching Star Wars, the beginning part where it's just words. That's what it looks like. But it's Joe Biden's giant uh, teleprompter because he can never speak without one. And that's the it's all a scam. It's all a sham. It's all to make you think that Joe Biden is is um, uh, much more articulate than he is, that Joe Biden has much better ideas than he does, that Joe Biden is more popular than he is. You know, whereas when you go to a Donald Trump rally or when you see these rallies on Twitter or on Facebook yesterday, they had footage of Donald Trump of Air Force One landing in Arizona and they flew over the crowd. And in the middle of the desert at this podunk little airport, because that's where you have to go. You can't go to the main, can't go to like the Phoenix International Airport. You can't tie up all those planes for the president to come to a speech. So you pick a little tiny airport in the middle of, the, of nowhere and you land Air Force One there. And, man, it was I – mean, you want to talk about tens of thousands of people in the middle of the day in Arizona standing in the desert to hear the president speak. That's the difference. You don't need to fake the crowd noise. You don't need to fake, uh, you know, that kind of – he doesn't need to speak with a teleprompter. He knows what to say because it's exactly what he's been doing. It's exactly what he's been thinking, and it's, it's exactly what he's been promising for four years. And that's why this election, again, is way closer – is way closer than anyone will tell you. They're going to tell you that Joe Biden's winning by three points in Arizona. They're going to tell you Joe Biden's winning five points nationally. They're going to tell you every single swing state goes to Joe Biden. Let me tell you this. If they tell you that it's a, it's a dead heat in a state, like they're saying Florida, dead heat, that means it's a Trump win. If they tell you Wisconsin, dead heat, that's a Trump win. If they tell you Biden's up by three or four, that means probably that he's up by one or two. They have to I mean, they have to make these polls look meaner and fatter and worse than they are, just like they have to make Joe Biden look smarter and more articulate and more mentally stable and more popular than he is. Biden rallies are fake. Biden speeches are fake. Biden's polls also fake. 855-765-1045. Billy in New York City. How you doing, Billy? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. I appreciate you taking my call. Absolutely. Um, question for you. Yeah. Um, actually, into the, the, just the divisiveness, I have uh, Biden supporting friends. I have Trump supporting friends. I have, you know, and, and obviously very few people are going to convince the other side their point of view, right? Like people are just set. But my question is, I actually worked on The Apprentice for six seasons. And they have the, they have the um, microphones on the cameras when the cameras are not. Yeah. And I brought in, I do have to say, like, you know, 
very curious if people heard the stuff that Trump said when he wasn't aware that he was on, you know, camera because the sound people, the crew can hear, mm-hmm. you know, and he's tossing out the N word, he's tossing out the K word, he's making fun of this. I mean, just the stuff he says, you wouldn't, you, you know, it makes me wonder, like, if people, and then I hear people say, well, I don't care what he says, I care what he does. Like, that's a big Trump supporters say, yeah, he's crass, yeah, he's not a good guy, he's not someone I would trust, but I don't care, because he's, he's been, and my question is, at a certain point, though, is there, is there anything that would make you reevaluate whatever your assessments are of him, that would make you even question the possibility that, like, when all of the military, when generals, when Navy SEALs, the McCain, I like my war heroes not captured, is there Anything. I'm really asking. I'm not saying this to be divisive. You're taking my call. You're a gentleman. You're articulate. You give people their props. So there's no disrespect. It's a real question when I ask. Is there anything that would make you reevaluate and say, wait a minute, maybe this Russian, like, what would make you reassess your thoughts on Donald Trump is my question. Yeah. Is, Billy, it, is there anything? It's a great question, Billy. And let me let me answer that with a question. What would make you reassess your thoughts on Joe Biden? Is there anything that we can tell you about the guy? The fact that he used his family members to funnel money from China and funnel money from the Ukraine and God knows where else. Dude, is there anything? Does that not bother you that this man is now a heartbeat away from being president and all he's going to do is use it as a way to auction off to the highest bidder access to the most powerful office in the the world? I mean, again... I'm seriously asking you a question. What else can we say to help you reassess? You you brought up the N-word, which I've never heard Donald Trump used on The Apprentice. I've never heard recordings of that, but I have heard Joe Biden use it on the floor of the Senate. You know, we've heard we've heard the super predator comment. We've seen what he and Barack Obama did to decimate African-American uh, success and African-Americans ability to focus on and reach that American dream. We've seen the endless wars. You know, we've seen we've seen the really weird, creepy things that Joe Biden has done to other men's wives and people's children. The stories, <laughs> the stories he tells, we've seen his mental decline. We've seen him on several occasions say that he's running for Senate when he's clearly running for president. We've heard him say he doesn't know where he is, what state he's in at the time. We've heard all kinds of gas. He said 150 million people were killed last year by gun violence. He said 250 million people died of COVID-19. I mean, look, there is so much wrong with Joe Biden. I just have to ask you, Billy, what would make you re- I mean, how could you actually go into a voting booth and put a circle by that guy's name knowing the kind of power you're giving to somebody who totally, number one, doesn't deserve it and also is in no physical or mental state to handle it. So, you know, I'll reassess Donald Trump when you reassess Joe Biden. 855-765-1045 is our number. Hey, thanks for the call. We really appreciate it. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Mark K shows coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Are you at home or sitting at your desk at work? Either way, watch The Mark K Show live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. This is The Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. Josh Cutson's spaghetti. It's what easier it? that way. What? Easier? How hard is it to eat spaghetti? You can shove it right in your face. There's no twirling. There's no spoon needed. You just scoop and shove. 
It cuts I mean, the time in like thirds. I mean, I asked a simple That's question. It. The question was, <laughs> when you cook your spaghetti, do you put the whole noodle in like, and just boil it, or do you break it? Because a lot of people break yeah, it in half. Yeah, I, I break it, too, so it cuts the cutting down time Oh, my time gosh. Also. So how it's small like, are you, your little pieces of I'm spaghetti? I'm telling you, it just fits on the fork, and you shove it It looks right like in. Cheerios by the time you yeah, it. It's like great. a cereal. It's like little SpaghettiOs. Oh my or it looks like actual <laughs> macaroni. <laughs> spaghetti eyes. Yeah. Josh, why don't wow. you just eat macaroni and stop living a lie? Really? Right. Really? Oh, anyway, back to... Sorry. 855-765-1045 is our number. There's a lot of people in the chat saying they cut their spaghetti, too. Well, they're all, I'm going to silence them. They're all banned. (laughs) They're all getting banned. 855-765-1045. Now, we had a, listen, we had a guy call in, and he was, you know, it was very nice. He he said he worked for The Apprentice. We don't know if that's true or not. We can't verify that. Or we'll have an independent fact checker look into it. But he said, look, Donald Trump does all these horrible things and says all these horrible things, and we used to catch him on mic all the time being a terrible person. And I just want to know at what point do you say enough is enough you know it, it, it matters what he says it matters what kind of a person he is behind the scenes because trump supporters all they ever say is i don't care what he says i care what he does and it's a fair question but it's a question that needs to go both ways and that's the problem with most of the media most of the interviewers most of the people they they will tell you all day long why Do- donald trump is a horrible president a horrible person a horrible husband a horrible investor a horrible businessman They'll tell you everything wrong with Donald Trump, but they will never once go across the aisle to their own candidate and tell you about any of their flaws. And in fact, they'll do something even worse. They'll pretend they don't have any. They'll hide them. And what's happening with this debate commission where they're they're cutting off microphones and they're getting rid of foreign policy. Look, Joe Biden, if he's innocent, he should be able to answer foreign policy questions. If he didn't do all of these things that we're reading about in Hunter Biden's emails, if he's not part of this major conglomeration of Chinese corporations and Ukrainian energy deals that has funneled tens of millions of dollars into him and his family's bank accounts, if he's not any of that, good, then it should be easy to answer the question. You shouldn't have to get rid of the question. Why hide? If somebody comes to me and says, hey, Mark, are you a really horrible person? I can actually defend myself and say, hey, person, I'm not a horrible person. Here are 10 reasons why. If Joe Biden can't honestly do that, then by taking away the foreign policy questions from this debate, it's basically an admission of guilt. 855-765-1045. Ben and Yuli, how are you, Ben? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. I'm doing fine. Uh, I love spaghetti. Uh, <laughs> You're good. <laughs> I uh, you and Mark, uh, Mark and your team are doing a great job. And uh, if I had one question at the debate, I would ask Vice President uh, Biden if he would donate his pay if he won the presidency. That's a great question. That's a great question. You know what his answer would be? Absolutely no. No, his answer would be, well, I, I'm going to tell you after the election. <laughs> you're going to vote for me first, and then I'll let you know. That's a good question, and I understand why you're asking it, but I don't want to. I don't want to focus on that. So I'll tell you after the election. That's Joe Biden's answer for anything. Will you? Will you donate your pay? I'll tell you after the election. Will you pack the court? I'll tell you after the election. Will you sell the presidency to the highest bidder, whether it's communist China or the Russians or anyone else out there who could, and Saudi Arabia or Iran? Great question. I understand why you have to ask it. I'll answer it after the election. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We got more questions on the line. I'll answer them after the news. Stay tuned. More of the Marque Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Marque Show. This is the Marque Show. Keep Florida great. 
your liberal views and your liberal state. Oh, I like that rhymes, too. 855-765-1045. Keep Florida great. Keep your liberal views and your liberal state. That's Whenever you rhyme something, it's a lot easier for me uh, to remember. 855-765-1045 is our number. Man, so much going on today. We've got, we just had a guy call in and say, when is enough enough with Donald Trump? We have these debate commission rules, which, again, are being changed. And I think the I know I think what's. What's happening here is you could look at it. You could look at it one of two ways. The fact that you have the debate commission blatantly making these last minute changes, not just in one debate, but now in two debates. The first debate that never happened, or I guess it was the second debate that never happened. They they came out right after the vice presidential debate, 730 in the morning. They said, OK, the next debate's going to be virtual because we can't have the Republicans winning another debate. Donald Trump handed it to Joe Biden in the first debate. The vice president, Mike Pence, handed it to Kamala Harris in the second debate. The debate commission wakes up at seven o'clock and says, quick, what do we do? How do we how do we fix this? So they said, we're going to have a virtual debate that led to a to a Trump uh, campaign team meltdown attacks galore. Then Donald Trump got covid. Hey, you know, the whole thing. It didn't. It doesn't matter. That debate never happened. So now that we're going into the third debate, the debate commission is like, all right, listen, we got it. This is our last ditch effort. Joe has to look good. Trump has to look bad. What do we do? What if we put silencers on the microphone so we can control who you hear and when you hear them? Brilliant idea. Trump's going to go crazy. We don't care at this point. We ha- we have to do anything. You could see it as a last ditched ditch effort for a candidate they know is flawed. Same thing with Google, with uh, Twitter and Facebook pushing back the New York Post story. It could be it used to be that they would do stuff and they would do it in the dark of night. They would shadow ban. You remember it used to be called shadow banning because when you were shadow banned, as I feel like I personally have been and am still on some social media networks, when you were shadow banned, you didn't really know it. You just kind of figured it out after a while. You know, you would just go on one day and when you had one million followers, all of a sudden you had half a million followers. Or when you would get 3,000 retweets on a tweet, now you're just getting a couple of hundred. You were shadow banned, but they didn't make a big deal out of it. Now they just come out and say, hey, if you post this link to the New York Post story, we are going to shut down your account. Kaylee McEnany, we're going to shut down your account. Charlie Kirk, we're going to shut down your account. New York Post, the New York Post sharing their own story, had their account shut down by Twitter, they're not even hiding anymore. And either it's just that they're so they feel like there will be no retribution. They're just so convinced that Joe Biden and the Democrats are going to take over everything and they won't be hunted down by the Senate. They won't be hunted down by a congressional committee. They won't have any kind of antitrust legislature or lawsuits brought against them. They feel like Joe Biden and the Democrats are going to sweep in and just protect them. So it's you know what? We'll just throw the mask off. Now you can see that we're in bed with the Democrats or they are scared. They're scared that Joe Biden is not going to win. They're scared that these polls are not as far apart as the media outlets are telling you. They're scared that Donald Trump is going to do what he did in 2016. And that is come in and against all odds, sweep Wisconsin and Michigan and Pennsylvania and Florida and North Carolina and even Arizona and maybe even Minnesota this time. And he's going to get the electoral votes that he needs. They are petrified that Joe Biden, the weakest candidate candidate to ever run for president, is not going to beat one of the strongest. They're petrified. So it is no holds barred. And that's why Twitter and Facebook have to come out and just openly 
openly sub, sub, uh, submerge or, you know, just to subvert all this information that is that is anti Biden from getting out there. That's why these, this debate commission has to come in there and, and twist the rules of the game, change them mid, like right at the you're you're in the red zone and all of a sudden they're moving the goalpost. This is why they have to do it, because they're petrified. It's either one or the other. Either they think they're going to win in a landslide and they're all going to be protected, or they think that they're going to lose in a landslide and they're doing whatever they can to stop it. 855-7, we're going to find out on November 3rd. 855-765-1045. This is Elizabeth in Julington Creek. How you doing, Elizabeth? Thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. Okay, good talking to you. This is Steve in Jacksonville. Hi, Steve. How are you? Hey, good morning, Mark. Hey, listener since day one. Oh, thank really? you for taking my call. Absolutely. Steve, thank you for listening so, since day one. I appreciate that. Hey, listen, so here's the problem. Yeah. So the radio station, I listen to your radio station every morning, too. You know, it seems that the conservative radio station is, in my opinion, swinging a little bit in the mornings because you reported it sounds like a radio or a modem. All I keep hearing is pro-Biden pro, or negative Trump, negative Trump come out of Washington. But what really concerned me is polls, and you talk a lot about them. Why are we continually having the same UNF professors that you and I both know usually swing one specific direction, talk about polls and consistently Biden leading, when you and I both know they can make those polls say what they want based on the demographic that they call? And I'll take I'll take your answer off the air. Yeah, Steve. First of all, uh, we we appreciate your call. We appreciate you listening. And listen, there's a difference between news and talk shows, but I won't get into that uh, at this point. Let's talk about the polls. And and the fact of the matter is, polls are news. That's why the news stations come up with them. That's why the news stations report on them. You know, it's it's a big business. That's why everyone wants to have a poll. But there are good polls and there are bad polls, just like everything else. The whole polling industry after 2016, in my humble opinion, should have been driven out of business. The whole polling industry, obviously, the models they're using are falsified. They're not they're not accurate. I mean, there wasn't one single poll that called a Trump victory to the extent that Donald Trump had that victory. And and for whatever reason, here we are four years later and you would think that people would learn their lesson. But they're almost exactly the way it happened in 2016, quoting the same polls quoting the same pollsters and showing the same results that they had for Hillary Clinton. But now with Joe Biden, I'll tell you what, I, there's only one poll you can go by. That's the enthusiasm poll. And that can't be measured. But you can see it. You can see it when you see the flyovers of Trump rallies in Arizona. You can see it when you see the Trump vote parades. And you can see it when you drive down the street and you see Trump tent signs everywhere and, and nary a Biden sign in sight, except for like two in Riverside. You know, you can draw, you can sense the anticipation. You can see it on television with all the attack ads against Donald Trump, especially here in Florida, in Ohio, places like that. You can even see the enthusiasm for Donald Trump when you see how angry everybody look at look at what's happening in the uh, in the rap community. Just this past week, you had Ice Cube uh, who come forward and say, this is this is BS. I'm getting attacked by my own people for trying to help them by by mobilizing with the Donald Trump uh, campaign or the Donald Trump presidency. Donald Trump is willing to funnel billions of dollars into the platinum plan to help black communities and African-American communities build themselves up. 
and, you know, and they help people come out of poverty and start businesses and get education and just have nicer places to live and work and parks that are safe. They're trying to help with billions of dollars of investment into black communities. The Democrats, nothing. So Ice Cube comes out and says, look, Donald Trump's doing work for us. Donald Trump's helping African-Americans. He's helping black voters. This is this is what's happened. This is true. And people turn on him. Now it's today. It's 50 cent. 50 cent found out that his taxes in California under Joe Biden were going to max out at 67, 70 percent. And he was like, forget. he wrote something, I think, pretty foul that I can't repeat here. But the gist of it is, hell no, I'm out. Vote for Trump. And these are all things that show enthusiasm toward Donald Trump. These are all things that social media works two ways. You can use it to push a message that is fake, that is false. You can use it to publicize a poll that you know is inaccurate because you're hoping to either encourage Joe Biden voters to come out of the woodwork or keep Donald Trump voters out of, uh, you know, at home because they feel like all hope is lost. Or social media can help you get the truth out there. And it's a lot harder to get the truth out there. But what we're starting to see now, thanks to people like 50 Cent, thanks to people like Ice Cube, thanks to the New York Post, you know, thanks to all these folks, even Donald Trump, who still is like, I think, the most retweeted person on Twitter in history. Thanks to all of these folks, you can see that this is a lot different from 2016. And just like mainstream media uh, stations like CNN and MSNBC that are getting that are getting pummeled, pummeled by by podcasts. The Joe Rogan podcast, which is not a concern, which is not a liberal or conservative podcast, but it, you know, it's somewhere it meets somewhere in the middle. The Joe Rogan podcast has more daily listeners and viewers and whatever else than any of those major multi-million New York City, L.A., Atlanta news stations could ever hope to have. And that's all because of social media. So a lot of it's changing. But I would just tell you, do you know, remember 2016 when you're thinking about polls? And there are people that are going to report on them because it's their job. But then we're all going to find out if the polls were right or wrong on November 4th or sometime in mid-January. 855-765-1045. we got to take a quick break. we got more of your calls coming up here in just a minute. Stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV. Join the conversation. Send Mark an open mic using the WOKV app. And he'll play it on the show. Or not. Either way. Send one in. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. It's a lot of jet fuel just to do a little flyover. That's your hard-earned money and your tax dollars at work. That stuff ain't happening with Kamala Biden ticket. I'll tell you that right now, partner. That was, uh, that was Troy Aikman and Joe Buck uh, calling. It was the Green Bay Packers game. Uh, Green Bay Packers and uh, the Bucks. The Bucks. This past weekend, and they were caught on a hot mic um, making fun of the flyover and how during a – and again, this is important to listen to because this is this is how people see it. That stuff ain't happening with Kamala Biden ticket. I'll tell you that right now, partner. Kamala Biden ticket. Remember that. Remember that. 855-765-1045 is our number. Let's go to Brian in Battle Creek, Michigan. How you doing, Brian? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Hi, Mark. How are you? Oh, doing Great really well. Oh, oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, what do you want to say today, Brian? I think you've uh, mistaken Michigan to go blue. It's not. Uh, people are upset up here. Um, it's Governor Goofy. Oh, Whitmer? No, I've never said Michigan was going to go blue. Did I say that? If I did, that was a that was a misstatement on my part. Yeah, it's going to go red. Uh, yeah. A lot of people don't advertise. 
how their feelings are up here in signs and stuff like that. My wife and I were at uh, President Trump's uh, um, uh, gathering in Battle Creek. And yeah. We never even made it. To the, we never even made it to the door. Oh, the overflow crowds of those things are. And where was he on Saturday? It wasn't Sheboygan. It was somewhere else. Where was it? It was. Um, yeah. Uh, um, oh shoot, I can't. Muskegon. Muskegon. Thank you. Yeah, it was one of those one of those Michigan sounding names. Sheboygan, Muskegon, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tamagan, <laughs> Mosquitoville, uh, but you know, Michigan, a hundred percent will be a red state again. In fact, of all those Rust Belt states up there, Michigan and Pennsylvania, I feel are the shoe ins. It's Wisconsin that could be a little wonky and go either way. But I even see Minnesota because, like you said, the governor, uh, George Floyd, the protests, the police department, defunding the police, all of that started in Minneapolis. And so many people in Minneapolis were scared. They were petrified. They saw that their Democratic mayor was pointless. They saw their Democratic governor was doing nothing at all. In fact, doing stuff to actually continue to harm people that lived in Minnesota and uh, and the Minnesotan voters. And I think Michigan's the same way. I mean, Governor Whitmer, I don't know what her play is up there, but she... I don't know if you saw this thing the other day where where Donald Trump said that, you know, uh, she was threatened and then she blamed Donald Trump. And then she came out and said he shouldn't be talking about me because he's continuing to stoke these angry mobs. But the angry mobs that were that were planning to uh, to, you know, to kidnap her or do harm to her weren't even Trump supporters. They were they hated everybody. They hated Donald Trump as much as they did um, Governor Whitmer. So we'll see what happens. But no, I, I apologize. If I ever said Michigan is a blue state, then you should you should throw me in the. Uh, They'll throw me in Lake Michigan. 855-765-1045. But don't do it in October because it's freezing cold. Wait till like July. This is uh, Sandy in Norfolk. Hi, Sandy. How are you? Hey, Mark. I love your show, sweetheart. Oh, thank um, you so much, I Sandy. Just want, oh, thank you. Um, I just wanted to tell you yesterday, I get so set up with some of my Democratic neighbors. Yeah. My husband rigged up some outside speakers. Yeah. And I have my copy of Miley Greenwood, Proud to be an American. Guess what? I'm going to play several times a day outside. I'm going to piss them off. I bet. You sound sound really happy. I'm excited. That's great. I just... I just wanted to let you know that. Well, Sandy, uh, you know, send us video. I hope Virginia turns red. Yeah, I know you guys got some trouble up there. I, you know, I hope so too. We're wishing that for all. That's great. Anything you can do to annoy, to annoy your your Democrat neighbors is is a great idea. There was a, a meme I saw. Somebody was posting around this picture. It was a, a building, and on the ground floor, someone had a big Biden Harris sign in their front window, and the apartment above, someone had put up a picture that said. Uh, here's my Venmo, send money, and I'll tap dance at midnight. Trump Pence. And so their upstairs neighbor was taking donations to tap dance at midnight over the Biden. I thought it was pretty. Hey, you know, you probably have to see it. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Bill in St. Augustine. How you doing, Bill? Thanks for calling the Marque Show. Hey, Marque. Glad to be on. I just wanted to give a quick few comments about the uh, commentaries from our NFL guys on the overfly. First, I'm oh, wait, hold on, Bill. I'm sorry. I just checked the time. We have to take a quick break, but hang tight because we're going to start with you here in just a minute. Also, we got the mail today, so we're going to do some mail time before we get out of here. Very exciting. Uh, stay tuned. More of the Marque Show is on the way. 855-765-1045. We'll be right back. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. 
This is the Marque Show, 855-765-1045. Sorry, we were just talking about how our, our boss can drink anyone I know under the table. But I think that's what comes with being, you know, years of sales. You have to, like, really go. You, you spend most of your... Spend most of your life in bars. At meetings, like, right? At meetings. Yeah, meetings, yeah, right? Yeah, meetings. Sales, that's the thing. To be in sales, you just need to have a high tolerance. And social drinking constantly. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's exactly. I have a good friend who who also is in sales, and he'll be like, you know, he'll be traveling, whatever else, and he'll call his wife and be like, oh, my God, I have to go out and eat steak and go to a strip club. <laughs> and she's like, oh, poor you. sales meetings are at strip clubs? <laughs> I, mean, I, don't know. I don't know what he sells. I never asked. Like deodorant, maybe? He's got a really nice car. Really, really that, good meetings. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're going to the strip club for a meeting. Okay. Uh, star Star 1045 is our number, by the way, or 855-765-1045. And now let's get back to Bill. He's been waiting very patiently. Bill in St. Augustine, how are you, Bill? You wanted to talk about the flyover. Uh, yes. Yeah, Mark. Uh, so I don't know if all the listeners know, but um, the flyover has done part of uh, another training mission. So the Jets were able to do that while they're taking care of some other training. So it's kind of a side advantage of being able to do it. I'm a retired retired fighter pilot, and yeah. uh, done several, several of those. And I just think that uh, with the NFL, it seems like they don't respect the anthem, they don't respect the flag, um, and I think we should stop these overflies uh, completely. And in addition to that, maybe we should take a look at their nonprofit status. I mean, they can maybe look at distributing that wealth as well. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing about the NFL and the NFL and the uh, and the NBA, and I think there's there's a whole thing with uh, supply and demand. And thanks so much for calling; we appreciate it. And I think especially the NBA, they're seeing demand plummet. Um, you know, these are these are all that's the great thing about capitalism. With capitalism, you can you can things course correct. If there's a product out there that starts to, you know, deviate from what the consumer wants or if, there are, if there's a product out there and the quality starts to go downhill or it doesn't offer to the consumer what it once offered, guess what's going to happen? Someone else is going to come in with a better product and take over or that product, that business is just going to have, they're going to have to veer back the way they were going or they're going to have to just, you know, break off completely and, 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 and call it quits. And, and professional sports is the same way. They are going to realize, I mean, if the money's not there, especially after a year like 2020, they're going to have to make some serious adjustments to bring people back. And, yeah, I mean, maybe making fun of the flyovers and how much money they cost isn't the way to do it. Maybe, you know, making the athletes stay in um, inside for the national anthem isn't the way to do it. Maybe separating yourself, um, you know, from organizations that are that are pro-police and aligning yourself with Marxist organizations, that may not be the way to do it. But they're going to it's going to course correct. And as soon as the money disappears, because the NFL, the NBA, they are they're I mean, they're businesses flat out. They are businesses. Colleges, same thing. Colleges are businesses. And if people stop sending their kids to college because they're too liberal or start, you know, teaching them online or if they just say, hey, you know what? Screw college. You don't need it. Get a YouTube channel and become an online entrepreneur or whatever you want to do. I mean, eventually they're going to have to course correct so that they can they can find a new uh, they can find a new market. Michael Jordan. I don't know if you guys watched the uh, Michael Jordan documentary on um, on uh, on news, was it Netflix. But one of the things Michael Jordan said when there was a big I, I, growing up in North Carolina, um, I was there in the, uh, the 80s and 90s. We had a senator, Jesse Helms, a very controversial senator from North Carolina, longstanding, had been there forever. And he was running against a guy named Harvey Gantt. And everyone said Jesse Helms was this old racist and Harvey Gantt was this new young black guy who was coming up to challenge him. And it was this I mean, it was a, a fierce but you want to talk about a fierce battle for the Senate. It was Jesse Helms, who'd been there forever versus Harvey Gantt, a Republican versus Democrat. 
And Michael Jordan at the time was asked because, you know, he's out there and he's a superstar. He's from he went to North Carolina. He's a Chicago Bulls. He was asked several times by the Democrats and by the Harvey Gantt campaign. He said, they look, come down here. We need you to support Harvey Gantt. We need you to throw your your celebrity and your weight and your fame behind this candidate. And Michael Jordan refused to do it. And they said, why won't you come and help? And Michael Jordan's answer was because Republicans buy sneakers, too. And that is something that a lot of people in sports forget. They forget that Republicans like to go to football games, too. Republicans buy seven dollar beers, too. Republicans will buy jerseys, too. And more and more, the NBA and the NFL are pushing themselves away from conservative voters, people with conservative values, people that that believe the police are are inherently good people and not inherently racist people. And the farther and farther away they push themselves from that, the less money they're going to make. So really, you know, Michael Jordan said it best. Republicans buy sneakers, too. Stay out of the politics. You'll be good to go. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Uh, is our number. This is Chris in Green Cove. How you doing, Chris? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. Hey, Mark. I'm doing well. Uh, I, I figured uh, put a little two and two together, and when I look at all of the polls, and people don't, you know, that things don't line up, and they keep shifting, and they keep, you know, moving more toward Trump. How about this one? Yeah. Uh, in in Reagan's second term, he carried 49 of 50 states. The only state he did not carry was Minnesota. Right. And that tells you how far left Minnesota is. And Minnesota is in play. Well, Minnesota is in play. Minnesota's not that far left. The reason that he didn't carry Minnesota is because he was running against Michael Dukakis, who was from Minnesota. So Michael Dukakis carried his home state. Ronald Reagan got all the rest of them. And then, of course, Dukakis also got the District of Columbia. They're blue, for sure. They put Stuart Smalley in the Senate. But in the last election in 2016, Donald Trump won by the the equivalent, the electoral equivalent of a handful of votes. It was like 10,000 votes. It was something like 0.02% of the votes put Hillary Clinton over the edge. And that's why you're right about one thing. Minnesota could potentially be a red state this time around. But it's not because they were always so blue. It's because they were just slightly more blue than they were red. And after this George Floyd debacle, after all the stuff that's been going on in Minneapolis, after the fires and the defund the police movement and the shenanigans, after all of that, I think Minnesotans, they're fed up with the Democrats. They're sick and tired of being a slightly blue state. I think they'd like to be a very, very red state. Uh, thanks for the call. 855-765-1045. This is Al in Palm Coast. How you doing, Al? How you doing? Hey, good, glad man. You got through. Oh, yeah. No, we're, we're so glad you did. Well, I was listening every day. And then this morning I was listening to you, but I couldn't get through about the narrators yeah. and all that stuff. The narrator. Why don't they try putting up their microphones and mute them and start interrupting the president when he tries to say something and stop being biased towards the president and, and, and favoring Biden? That's now, a- I know I'm a Trumper, yeah. but I know a lot of people, the Dem- Democrats, they see the stupid and foolishness that they're doing. I know a few Democrats says Democrats for Trump, you know? Yeah. And they don't let the president speak. That's terrible. All that stuff they blame on the president. I see what the two narrators did. They actually called the president. They should ask the question, keep their mouth shut, and then ask the question, let the president speak. When he's done, then let the other so-called one running for president. Al, that's a great point. No one has brought, no one has brought, I think that's a great point, man. I love that. 
I love that idea. Let, you know, I think the American people are stupid. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, I yeah. get so upset, you know? No, that's all right. Al, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for calling in. And you're right about that. Chris Wallace interrupted Donald Trump more than Joe Biden did. And and even, uh, what's her name from the Today Show? Savannah Guthrie, during the town hall that Donald Trump organized, one-on-one with NBC, interrupted him when he was answering viewers' questions or listeners' questions. They should have a they should have a, a mute button for the moderator. So when Donald Trump is speaking, they can't interject, they can't interrupt, they can't fact check live. He gets his two minutes totally unquestioned. That should be that should be also a rule. In fact, I'm you know we should call the uh, we should call the Trump campaign and bring that up. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Maureen in Long Island, how you doing, Maureen? Oh, I'm doing great, Mark. I've been a long-time listener since March, since this COVID uh, oh, yeah. shutdown, working from home, and this is the two, best two hours of my day. So oh, thank I appreciate you. That's so nice. I appreciate it, yeah. I, I want to start by saying I'm a registered Democrat voting for Trump. Okay. I want to start by saying that. And right. I need some advice and encouragement. Okay. I've been trying to educate my Democratic friends to broaden their horizons by, like, listening to you and Ben Shapiro and Mark yeah. Lemin and Candace Owens. And all they could do is give me negative feedback about Trump. They don't even want to even think about broadening their horizons or even thinking about listening to another view. I, I need advice and encouragement. How do I at least get my Democratic friends to just be a little bit more open-minded? Yeah, I'll tell you, Maureen, that's that's almost damn near impossible. <laughs> you know, it's like, how do you know, I, I mean, how do you find the Ark of the Covenant? How do you pull that sword out of the stone to become, you know, uh, King Arthur? It, there's there's very little to do if somebody has made up their mind against Donald Trump to convince them that Donald Trump is good, to convince them that Donald Trump is a decent president, to convince them that Donald Trump will do so much more than Joe Biden will. Probably what you need to do is, you know, instead of debating and wasting time trying to convince your Democrat friends, make sure your Republican friends or your 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 Trump leaning Democrat friends like you are gets out and votes. Make in fact, I would stop reminding your other Democrat friends, the ones that are pro Biden, stop reminding them that there's an election going on. Stop remi- talk to the others. Get everybody you know who's pro Trump. Get them out to vote because it's a lost cause for a lot of these liberals. They are just too far gone. They are too crazed. They will do anything to get Donald Trump out. So what you need to do is focus on the positive. If you know Democrats who are pro-Trump, if you know Republicans who are pro-Trump, talk to them, encourage them, make sure they get everybody they know out to vote today, tomorrow, the next day, or all three. 855-765-1045. Hey, thanks for the call. Quick break. When we get back, we have some packages to open, some mail time, which is great. We'll do that here in just a minute. So stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV. He's entertaining, informative, and he puts the talk in Jacksonville's news and talk. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's news and talk. Hang on, I got to do a quick, quick fact check. Someone's fact checking me on my voicemail, which I didn't even know I had voicemail. Yeah, that's true. And I appreciate that. And that is right. I misspoke. I said Dukakis when I meant Mondale. Um, I did, sometimes my, my mouth works faster than my brain. Um, 8557. Why is Rich Jones laughing at that? Did you laugh at that? I, I said something. You're, I'm sorry. It's not your time yet. <laughs> it's not your time yet. It's actually mail time. So we're going to do this real quick. We had a couple packages here. Um, and we appreciate everyone who sent us stuff. Here we go. You already know what time it is. 
It's the Mark K Show Mail Time. Now wait no further. It's your host, Mark K. All right. Thank you very much. We pre- <laughs> thank you, Anna. Country hand. All right. Which, should we open the envelope first or the box first? Box. Envelope first. Oh, God. Okay. Why box, would you guys scissors, do box. Rich, envelope or box? Too long. Box. Circle. Okay. <laughs> we'll go with the envelope. The box, the box, the box. This is from... This says it's from me to me. I know. I saw that. Ooh, trippy. Oh, that's they don't really want you to Mark know where they the live. What did I send myself? Does it have Marquee <laughs> stationery on it? I'm going to open it up. It's going to be a picture of me in a DeLorean. <laughs> Great. Let's see. Oh. Let's see what happens. I'm going to open it well, up. Where we're going, we don't need microphones. I don't even need the knife for this one because it's in like one of those envelopes. That Oh, there's... What is this? Looks like a legal pad. It's... Great news. This isn't inmate mail. <laughs> wow. It's the first time in we forever. Get those? We haven't gotten Oh look, it's a Trump card. I think it's going to make I think it's going to make noise. Are you ready? Yep. It says happy birthday. Keep on winning. We're going to win so much. You may even get tired of winning. And just say please, please. It's too much winning. We can't take it anymore. Mr. President, it's too much. And I'll say no it isn't. We have to keep winning. We have to win more. We're going to win more. We're going to win so much. Oh, my God. That was the best part ever. That was amazing. The dance with it. The thing is, if we uh, bleep that out, that would be the best what the bleep ever. (laughs) Mark, winning is not fake news. no more. Happy birthday. Uh, Dave and Mandarin. Dave, thanks so much. We really appreciate it. All right. Now we'll get to the box. Here we go. Let's see. Let me pull the music. You flip that knife open so quickly. Yeah. Thank you. Well, we don't have a lot of time left. Rich is already in here, and he's like... Get out! I gotta do news. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Let's open. This is from this is from Liz Viz. It Liz says Viz. Liz Viz. Oh, Janet Wells in Fleming Island. Oh, that's great. She could have just dropped it off. She didn't save the postage. All right, here we go. This is a little note that says, "Mark, Josh, and Hannah. Hope you enjoy. Here's to a Trump victory. Blessings, Janet Wells. Aw, Janet. And it's written on her grocery list, so you can see because there's numbers on the side <laughs> as to what you're supposed to buy." And inside is, look at this, delish oh, Trump yes. Keep America wow. Great Cookies. Those oh, are beautiful. Oh, wait, here. That's yours, Hannah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you broke it. Don't turn your head. Josh, you can have that Ow. one. Oh. <laughs> look, mine has red, white, and blue sprinkles on it, though, so I saved this one. Oh. Janet, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thanks to everybody uh, for sending in your stuff. Uh. If you want to know um, how you can be part of mail time, it's really easy. Uh, here you go. If you want to send us something, go ahead and send that to 11700 Central Parkway, Jacksonville, Florida, 32224. Y'all come back now. Y'all come back tomorrow for whatever you want Wednesday. And stay tuned for Traffic Weather News and Rush Limbaugh. It's all next on 104.5 WOKV. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block because there are drinks then there are drinks from mcdonald's mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for a dollar 49 perfect with our classic fries price and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer ba-da-ba-ba-ba